If I sew small, I receive small. If I sew big, I receive big. The Melchizedek movement has come to shift our perspective about giving. Are you ready? We hope you enjoy this message. You'll see in the next 10 years, honor is coming back to the local pastor. Watch this. Hear me. Not just the mega pastor. What we'll see in the next 10 years is the goal will not will, will be not to be mega. That, that's about to fade. The goal is about to be for pastors being effective. Watch this. I, the, this God has really been dealing with me today on perception. Perception. Write this question down. What is your perception of your spiritual leader? How do you perceive them? Are are they, we talked about this Wednesday, I think. Are they just preachers? Um. Are they just men? You know that saying, you know, people say, they're a man just like me. Um, have you transitioned to, hey, my, my, my pastor is just that. He is my pastor. That's a shepherd. He shepherds over my life. Watch this. But then there's another transition where they're not just the shepherd. But you understand that when I sow into this person, there's another level of prosperity prosperity that I access. Does that make sense? Watch this. Are y'all with me this morning? Plain and simple, I want to just give you this foundation. If you want to see prosperity in your life, you must sow. Let's understand this. Stop grinding to be a millionaire. Grind to be prosperous. Remember, if you only want to be a millionaire, that means you only trust mammon. Meaning that your life is predicated on what's in your hand, not what's in the heavens. Um. I remember when uh, our brother Kobe Bryant passed and we started realizing how much he was worth and then how much money he left behind, etc. And you'll be surprised. I asked many people the question, would you rather be a millionaire rich and die early or watch this, be prosperous and live a long time? You'll be surprised that many people (laughs) 
wanting to be just millionaires and die early. Watch this. Can I be honest with you? It's a anti-Bible perspective. Sure is. It's an anti-Bible perspective. Whether God grants you long life or not, hear me, the goal is to never, from a biblical context, the goal is to never, I just want to be rich. Here's why. Because there's nothing in Scripture out of the hundreds of promises of God, he never one time promised any, anyone in Scripture or any one of us riches. Other than riches in what? In, huh? In glory. Oh, why y'all getting... Look, when I start talking about... Everybody get kind of wiggling. <laughs> Don't wiggle. Watch this. If somebody said, hey, I want to make you a millionaire, I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say, that's not God. No, that is good God. Give it to me. And here's the thing. Can I just be honest with you? I believe with all my heart, I will be a millionaire. I really do. But watch this, though. Watch this. It, listen. I can't, I'm not about to prophesy over you, but I want to say this. If you believe that you are called to be a millionaire, come on, give God a praise real quickly. <laughs> so full of doubt. Watch this. We're not talking about the spirit of what we're talking about is not millionaire or not. The spirit of what we're talking about is this, that you can be a millionaire and still be poor. God wants us to be prosperous. And the only way you see prosperity in your life, Rama, is if you sow. Get this. Should we give to charities? Say yes. Should we give to the poor? Say yes. That's obedience. That's not access to prosperity. When you give to charity and when you give to the poor and when you give to the less fortunate, hear me carefully, what you're saying is I have the character and nature of God. But watch this. Hear me carefully. When you sow into the kingdom when you sow into the kingdom and when you sow into the house of God and when you sow into the man of God, there is and will always be a return. Yes. Yes, Did that make sense? So don't brag and say, I do give. Watch this. Malachi talks about, Malachi 3 and 10 talks about bringing, watch this, bring the tithe where? To the storehouse. The storehouse is the church, right? No. The storehouse from a biblical context, get this, it is actually around, when you look at it in, from a historical perspective, the storehouse was provisioned around the sanctuary. 
So the storehouse is not the church. The storehouse is where the church functions. So meaning this, bring your tithe, watch this, into the storehouse. I want you to imagine uh, the storehouse being, let's say this is the sanctuary, and then we have storage spaces where there is food, grain, harvest, so that we can, watch this, fund the church, feed the poor, etc., Go and study it. The storehouse surrounded the sanctuary. So the storehouse is not the church, but it is the place where the church functions. So God's priority is his church. I prove it to you. We are considered the bride of Christ. Do you think any good husband wants his wife to starve? When you got a good man, he take care of you. So it's anti-Christ to say, I ain't got to give to the church. You can't be a believer. Watch this. You can't love God and not love his what? Church. Here's another one. But you can't love his church without loving his man of God. Oh, man, don't make me wrong. Y'all sleepy already? I said, I said, I said, I said, you can't love God and not love his church. But you can't love God and not love his man. That's the, listen, it is anti-Christ. Don't get silent on that. Anti-Christ, get this guys, it's not a person. Everybody's looking for a president to be anti-Christ. Oh, you know, he the anti-Christ. How? Anti-Christ is all principalities that will raise itself against the kingdom of God. Doctrines, philosophies. Wow, y'all getting quiet. So hear me. So if you are a Christian and you say, man, I'm just, I'm just, look. If you are a Christian and it comes to, I don't know why I'm doing this, but if you are a Christian and you go to a church and you have the audacity to say, I don't give pastors and preachers money. Let me tell you what you need to do. Go out, get a shirt that says hashtag leave. I don't give preachers money. That's the problem. You have a preacher. You need to transition and find you a shepherd that you can proceed to be Melchizedek. Mama, watch this. Write this down. I am a descendant of Abraham. You and I are descendants of Abraham. Watch this. We are sons and daughters of Abraham. But we are heirs to Christ Jesus. So we come from the lineage of Abraham. I'll prove it to you if you don't believe me. Go to Genesis 17 and 5. You have that? No longer shall your name be Abram, exalted father, but your name shall be Abraham, father of a multitude. For I will make you a father of many nations. This is how you know we are descendants. Let's keep going. 
I will make you exceedingly fruitful and I will make nations of you and kings will come from you. I will establish my covenant between me and you and your descendants after you throughout their generations for an everlasting covenant to be God to you and your descendants after you. So every nation that exists are descendants of who? Abraham. Let's keep reading. I will give to you and your descendants after you in the land in which you are a stranger moving from place to place. All the land of Canaan as an everlasting possession or property. And I will be their God further. God said to Abraham, as for you, you shall keep and faithfully obey all the terms and agreements of my covenant. You and your descendants after you throughout the generations. This is the sign of my covenant, which you shall keep and faithfully obey between me and you and your descendants after you. Every male among you shall be what? Circumcised. And you shall be circumcised in the what? Flesh of your foreskin. And it shall be a sign or a symbol of the covenant between me and you. So watch this. Where there is covenant, it hurts. Watch this. You, you know you, watch this. You know you are in, in a real covenant with God when you have a mark and a scar of obedience. Most men get circumcised at birth. Watch this. So we won't have to endure the pain of it as an adult. Prove it, pastor. Make, make that relevant. Watch this. Obedience and covenant with God should be taught at birth. So by the time you get 30, it's a part of your nature. Watch this. Every male among you who is eight days old shall be circumcised throughout your generations, including a a servant, whether born in the house or one who is purchased with your money. Watch this. From a foreigner, from any foreigner. Who is not of your descendants. Watch this. Hear me carefully. So all of us are descendants of who? Of Abraham. And watch this. Because of the covenant between Abraham and God. We also have to be in covenant with God. Because of Abraham as well. Correct. Watch this. Genesis 12 and 3. Go there. Still talking to Abraham here. God is talking to Abraham. Genesis 12 and 3. Matter of fact, go 12 and 1. When you have it, say I have it. Now the Lord said to Abraham, go away from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house. Watch this. Say go away. So everything that you were taught or everything that you were not taught, you have to leave to be in covenant with God. What do you mean, pastor? When you grew up, you would put a dollar in the offering. <laughs> what, what's this? Uh, what, what do you call it? Not summer camp, summer camp school, but uh, vacation Bible school. Watch this. You would do offering a dollar. Watch this. I've heard stories of adults putting $5 up in the offering bucket. Hear me carefully. You got to leave those ideologies if you're going to be in covenant with God. 
Let me tell you why a dollar and five dollars won't do. Here it is. Watch this. Go away from your country and from your relatives and from your father's house to the land which I will show you. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you abundantly and make your name great, exalted, distinguished. And you shall be a blessing, a source of great good to others. And I will bless. Watch this. And I will bless, do good for or benefit those who bless you. And I will curse. Oh, my, my, my. Watch this. And I will curse. Here it is. That is subject to to my wrath and judgment. The one who curses, despises, dishonors, has contempt for who? You. So watch this. So I, because I'm a descendant of Abraham, Abraham had to leave his relatives. No wonder, because he's so blessed, and I am also attached to his blessing, Watch this. I can't give God a dollar and five dollar and five dollars and think that I'm going to watch this. uh, I'm going to walk in this level of prosperity. All right, let's keep going. And in you, all the families, nations of the earth will be blessed. So say I'm a descendant of Abraham. Watch this. Galatians 3 and 29. Let me show you where New Testament verifies God's covenant with Abraham in Old Testament. Galatians 3 and 29. Here it is. And if you are Christ, meaning if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's what? Offspring or seed, heirs according to what? To promise. So even in New Testament, they still have an understanding that we are descendants of Abraham, heirs to the promises of God made to who? Abraham. Watch this. Romans 4 and 20. It's talking about. Abraham here, but we don't have time to read the whole chapter. Romans 4 and 20, when you have to have it. No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God. No unbelief made him waver concerning the promise of God. The reason you don't move in prosperity is because you think that you are going to be the reason why the blessings of the Lord come upon you. Watch this. You have to live every day. You got you to gotta get up in the morning and stop listening to Usher and, and Megan Thee Stallion and Tasha and Travis. All that sounds real good. But the first thing you do before you press play is I receive and believe and walk in and live in the promises of God over my life. This is why we leave, we live check to check because you don't believe or receive or understand that. Watch this. You are to wake up every morning. Tell me I have anxiety attack. What will drive out anxiety attack if you just declare over all your atmosphere that I live and walk in the promises of God over my life? Every day. Woe is me. No promises of God over my life. What if I get sick with COVID-19? That ain't his promise. Promises of God over my life. Well, my uncle died. Promises of God over my life. 
I live in an apartment. Promises of God over my life. My car got repossessed. Promises of God over my life. You keep pressing buttons for indeed. But you waver in faith concerning the promises of God over your life. Indeed cannot help you. Watch this. Uh, beyond your understanding and your revelation that there is a promise. I feel like shouting real fast. Uh, there is a promise over your life. Hey, uh, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to act like you by yourself in your room uh, and spin around four times and say there's a promise over my life. Come on, Doria, help me. My, 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 my. It's a promise over my life. Des, there's a promise over your life. There's a promise. Oh, God, I feel like shouting, Nick. There's a promise over my life. You can't die no time soon. Oh, I know they said uh, that millennials are catching COVID-19 and we got to watch out. No, sir. There's a promise over my life. I shall live and not die. Cancer can't touch me. Kidney disease can't touch me. Car accidents can't touch me. Why? Because the promise has not been fulfilled yet. Where? Over my life. Come on, Matt, help me now. You got to believe it. You got to believe it. Next stop, house. Hey, come on, Matt. Next stop, I'm going to get a house and I'm putting mama in my house. Or I'm going to get a house and build mama a house back in the, in the backyard of my house. Whatever God does, I know there's a promise where over my life. a promise over my life watch this y'all if you get if you get in the habit of understanding that watch this if you get a divorce the divorce won't take away the faith that there's still a promise I'm talking to divorcees. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't promise you that you won't get a divorce, but I will promise you this, that I don't care what you go through in your life today, 20 years from now, there's still a promise over you. Come on, don't look at me in that tone of voice. I don't know what tomorrow holds, but I do know there's still a promise over my life. Watch this. And this is why people stop living. When they go through a crisis because they lived at the, at the expense of a person. Let me tell you something about people. People will be in love with you Monday and fall out of love with you Thursday. I don't want to say nothing inappropriate, but let me tell you about a Negro. A Negro will be turned on with by you at 11 a.m. and be turned off by you by 2 p.m. So if you living, oh, don't look at me in that tone of voice. Oh, I know I got the goods. No, you don't. No, sir, you don't know what's in his mind. You don't know what's in her mind. Oh, mm, let me just tell you something. On my way over here, I had the audacity to click play, listening to Will and Jada talking about all the foolishness. I said to myself, the devil is a lie. Oh, 
the only thing that you can lean and trust on is Jesus the Christ I ain't got time for people who are fickle looking at me as something look at I don't need nobody looking at me like I love you today and we're going through tomorrow the only thing that you can trust is the promise of God And then watch this, the car. And the answer ain't salvation. You can be saved, sanctified, full of the Holy Spirit, full of issues. The answer, I know you don't like it because you've been in church too long, but the answer, watch this, you ain't going to even respond when I say this. Uh, um, watch this, I am churchy and I am over spiritual. The answer is Jesus. That's the only thing you need to put your hope and trust in. I put my hope and trust on Dakari, but I put my hope and trust in God. I don't know how I got on that. Let's go back. Go back to the scripture. Watch this. Verse 21 of Romans 4 and 21 says, watch this. Fully, what? Convinced. That what? God was able to do what he promised. I am fully persuaded. A special thank you to our shepherd, Dr. Gabriel Allen Powell, for inviting us to be a part of this Melchizedek movement. Stay connected to the Rhema Church by following all of our social media platforms and visiting our website at www.thearchurch.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Rhema Church Podcast.